0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and NA member FDSE. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify.
1: Hi villains, and welcome to Fertile Love of Paul McGrath Podcast. Really quick one here of about a 10-minute break in work. And I decided I'd pop on and talk to you about nothing other than my favorite topic: football players and transfers. And as today is transfer deadline day, what better time than to talk to you guys about somebody that has been linked with Aston Villa this morning by Mike McGrath in the um from the from the telegraph? I think Mike McGrath as he says at AVFC. Aaron uh, talks with Tin Donker uh, for a twelve million deal. They're winning the race ahead of West Ham United. It looks like West Ham are letting Craig Dawson go to Wolves. It, it, it these things do check out, I think from the point of view that uh, Dawson seems to be going to Wolves, um, but uh Baden-Rack seems to be going from Southampton to um, to West Ham, and uh, the Donker then moving from. Uh, Wolves to Aston Villa. Now there's a bit of intricacy with regards to this deal uh, from the point of view of um, this may not, this I kind of half hope that this isn't the the, the centre half that we're signing for centre half cover uh, but I do hope that he is um, the defensive midfielder signing that uh, that we may be bringing in. Obviously I would still want to donate if this guy comes in, but there's been a lot of rumors about a lot of players today. There's been a Gataha rumor that was rumored that we're back in in for Sarah. again, I do have something on that that I will uh, if, if more concrete information comes on that that I will try and jump on for something. It's rumored that we're in for Coletta Carr. It's rumored that we're in for... like it's, it's The rumours are just rumours and rumours on top of everything. And, and as they said, as uh, Douglas Renham said in the IT crowd, uh, who is one of the most fantastic comedy characters of all time, and if there's somebody out there who hasn't seen the IT crowd, please watch it. Douglas Renham said that there was rumours that there were rumours, but they turned out to be bullshit. And I'm expecting an awful lot of that today. But let's have a look at Leander Denonker. Um, Leander Denonker is a really interesting character. He's a really interesting... Uh, player. He's got, literally, he's got loads and loads and loads of talent. He's a bit slow. At this Wolves team, he has, uh, he's kind of dri- dipped in and out of this Wolves team. He played um, from memory, and, and it'll come up in a slide, actually. Why don't I just bring it up in a slide in a minute? There it is. So he had 21 starts last season, nine as a sub. He's had 249 starts in his career and he's 27 years of age. Um, he's played a lot of football. He came from Anderlecht to uh, to Wolves. Um, a Big money signing at the time. And uh, he's obviously a Belgian international. He's 20, I think it's 29 caps for Belgium as well. But what he does is sometimes he gets caught between two stools. Um, Between that centre half and that that central midfield um, moniker. Because he's exceedingly defensive. He's a really defensive player. And he's one of these players that because he gets caught between two stools, his stats don't look very good as a defensive midfielder, when you look at him from the point of view of how he stacks up against probably number eights, and when we look at the players that we have in a moment. And I want to say that as well, because a lot of people will say, and Paddy and and myself have spoken about it, that yes, I I will always look at stats. There's always context around stats, and there's always always reasons for certain things. So you have to look at them. You can't look at them in a vacuum. You have to look at them in conjunction with other things, like obviously with what you see on the field. Then Donker's an imposing man he's always played well against us i don't think i've ever seen him play badly against villa i'm open to correction and that but uh he's he's quite a good player um from that point of view he's not going to do any like 40 yard rabona passes down the wing to people he's very disciplined holds his position really really well stops people playing through him um and he doesn't like the finer things in the in 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 footballing life. As in, he's not going to carry the ball. He's not. He, he kind of reminds me a, small, a bit of Guido Rodriguez, except he's not as as aggressive. And what I mean as aggressive, Guido Rodriguez should be a Mortal combat. Like that's the type of player that he is. And we all know how, how much I love Guido Rodriguez. I would love to see him at Aston Villa. This guy's that same stopper type mentality as as a Guido Rodriguez. Um. <clears throat> And uh, he's somebody that's kind of fallen victim of the fact that Wolves like to play Neves and Moutinho in that kind of role, play the two people back there. And then Dunker is deputized there. He's come in, he's played it at centre half. And Wolves over the years with Nuno Espirito Santo and, and specifically with Bruno Lange um, have decided that they want players that, that are kind of moldable from the point of view, can step out into defensive midfield like a Dendonker or like a Roman Seiss that they had as well there at centre half as well. So he's... um. But, but what it does is it affects their numbers because they fall between two stools from a numbers point of view. But When you watch him, you see he's an imposing type of character. <clears throat> so I hope that that kind of makes some sense when I say it like this uh, and when, when I put it like this. Um, 12 million is a pretty decent deal, I think, for somebody like this. 27 years of age Belgian international. You know, I think 12 million is a pretty decent deal for this guy. Um, it would have for me, it would for me would have to signify that we're moving to a 4 2 3, one as I say, I would expect him to play in that in that buffer position alongside Kamara to make us harder to break down. I would also expect um, <clears throat> personally, I would be expecting another centre half to come in here along with Dunker. But we will see. As I say, I don't know. This, this may not even come true. This this, Today's going to be wild, guys. It's going to be wild. We have another 12 hours of this. And there's going to be lies on top of lies. And there's going to be half-truths on top of half-truths. And who knows what the hell is going on. So take this for what it is, as a study on the player itself. And this is the player statistics we can see here of him as, as how he would. Uh, <clears throat> so, excuse me. These are the statistics that we, we see here. Everything on the left-hand side that you see with regards to percentages, they are his statistics based on uh on being a, a central midfielder okay so they're all based on being a central midfielder he doesn't have i don't have the percentage statistics on him based as a center half but when we look at the radial diagram here we can see where his midfield statistics would stack up being a center half but obviously the context here is that we need to see him in the center half position more uh, more often and that's why i just can't fathom that this would be a center half purchase but then again I haven't been able to fathom an awful lot that's been going on at Aston Villa over the last six weeks anyway. So I'm open to correction on all this. For the beautiful people that you guys are, I've added in Callum Chambers here, even though his sample set is small. You'll see the red line is Callum Chambers. The white line is Ezri Konza. The, the uh, pink line is uh, Tyrone Mings. And the yellow line is De, uh, Leander Dendonka. You can make up your mind regards to this. He's going to be a central defensive midfielder. He's going to have more opportunities to pressure. That's where you can see the greatest gulf between these players. The context is there with regards to that. From a tackling point of view, he tackles at the same clip as as, uh, as Callum Chambers, who is by far the best, uh, or by far tackles the most of players within our team. Um, passing attempts, then the Dunker doesn't attempt an awful lot of passes. That's not to say he can't pass because he's a high pass success rate. He's just a guy who's in there to stop people playing in the middle of the park. And I think we've needed one of those for years and years and years. So happy enough to see him, uh, to see him linked from that point of view. I'm um, just keeping an eye on the clock because I have a finite amount of time. Let's see how he looks with regards to um, our, central, our, our midfielders at the moment. Now, once again, <clears throat> red line is Douglas Louise, white line is John McGinn, pink line is, uh, is Jacob Ramsey. Do not, for me, as I say, the panic does not set in when you look at this radial diagram with regards to, to how he performs with regards to other players. He's like, like, literally, he's not tasked with doing anything other than stopping players. That's what that's what he's been told to do at Wolves. His numbers have been affected by the fact that he's fallen between two stools, as I mentioned. He doesn't progress the ball forward. He's very much a George Boateng type. He the progressive passing distance isn't there. That's what he's been asked to do. And uh, you know sometimes when when we look at statistics, they can be overblown, and um, and you have to look at the player and you have to look at footage of the player as well, and you have to do both things. You, you just have to. Otherwise, you're you're looking for confirmation bias, and that's something that we try not to do. Well, I certainly try not to do, but we all fall victim of it as human beings. So it's important to see the differences between the two sides here. I am not in any way, shape or form saying that this guy is the second coming of Lothar Matthias because that would be silly. But what I am saying here is that when you look at him with regards to our midfielders who are asked to do completely different things with the ball, there has to be all things to everybody at the moment and have been over the last 365 days. And when you look at that, he looks um, and plus also, let's be honest as well, the statistics that I've chosen to pick here are for a more complete are, are for a more complete midfielder. I want people, you know, when we're looking at players here, you know, these were for number eights, essentially, someone who, who needs position stats, passing stats, defensive stats and so on. But like when we look at it here, he's very much a stopper type midfielder. And that's why I wanted to show the differences between um, between how he looks when we, put him, when we put his numbers up against our, our midfielders and also against our centre halves here as well as to what he's done um done for wolves. So look, it may come off, it may not. We will be back. We will speak a small bit more about him if he does. I hope this has uh has been enlightening for people. I hope you uh that it makes even sense. But what I would say for this guy is that um for me he's an he's an interesting uh a, a, an interesting link. I think for 12 million you should definitely be able, um You should be definitely interested in somebody like this. He's got a lot of miles left in the tank at only 27 and a half years of age. And uh, as I say, his skill set from the point of view of making us more hard to break down. His structural ability, his structural um, attention to detail, his positional ability. His positional ability is really good, guys. Really, really good. As in, you know he's not going to break out if he's detailed if he's positioned to say. And look, once again, I know I'm go, there's probably going to be tens of comments in here that says, "Butcher sure of Gerard tells him to 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 uh, stay out in the wing." He's, does that mean he's going to stay out there? This guy's positional sense of where to stop the ball coming through and how to play in a defensive midfield position is 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 pretty decent. It's probably the best that we would have on the team um, at the moment, and I think. I, I'm all for structure at the minute. I'm all for players who can play uh, in structure and can stay structured, uh, specifically in midfield. And I think that we have to get to, to get to a situation where we let our strikers do the do the attacking, albeit I think for times against West Ham and, again, and last night, we tried to put that situation into place, but our attackers just couldn't get anywhere near the ball. So I think even if this guy does come in a number eight is still certainly needed, and I think also maybe another winger is needed or some more attacking intent up top is needed, along with the centre half. So you guys i've just rattled off four positions i think that the club need let's see what the club do and let's see what happens over the next few hours i will be back with any more information that i get um or any more um if they were linked with anybody else i will try my best to pop on and uh and and give some more of these bite-sized pieces i hope you've enjoyed it thanks very much everybody and uh until later in the day all that's left to say is up the villa
0: Podcast Network.